Welcome back to the In-Laws podcast. I'm Brianne. And I'm Sophia. We're two law students who created this podcast to talk about law school, law talk, and everything in between. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the In-Laws pod and our law school pages at Sophinlaw and at Brianne in law For this week's episode, we thought we would talk about the trend of being an it girl online, especially in the context of law school and aesthetics. And also why you don't necessarily need to have a New Year's resolution to continue growing and living a life that serves you. T. G. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, as soon as Christmas was over, I was anticipating my For You page being flooded with just like the most Pinteresty, aesthetic-y, like you will fix your gut health and you can start eating sea moss and Not the sea all that moss. kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like these are both really interesting topics because I typically don't get it girl content on my for you page. And I typically don't get anything that is like that kind of very specific, like fitness centered self-improvement but around this type of year it's all over the place it's everywhere and on Instagram too my Instagram I'm gonna be so real with you like my private Instagram that is the explore page is literally just pasta like (laughs) I'm gonna open it up for you right now I thought you were gonna say sports (laughs) it's no it's literally not even sports it's pasta (laughs) they know what you like they said here's some food oh my gosh (laughs) okay so neither of our explore pages are very it girl but I do get some like you know like makeup-y and sort of that kind of content I guess sort of inspirational oh I got a goal setting for 2023 my five-year plan my goals for 2023 Maybe it's because I just made a post that was like reminders for 2023. So now I'm getting a lot of that stuff. Maybe. So, okay. To you, what makes an it girl? Like, what is an it girl? I feel like in general, like pop culture it girl is somebody who cares a lot about their appearance is like extremely intentional with how their things look, how they look. They want to live a life that is like easy to observe, if that makes sense. Like it's something that people like want to look at and like want to know about. So it's like the girls who are like, here's how I meal prep and here's how I make sure I work out five days a week. And here's how I make sure I have the perfect hair all the time. Even like all these hacks, like it's always people who have like all these hacks and like always look good and all their things always look good. And it seems like they're in like the greatest relationships or they're like working to get into like the greatest relationship. And it's usually a lot of like self-helpy type of content, like how to be the best version of yourself. Yeah, I think for me, the main thing about it girls is they are aspirational mm-hmm. even though no like regular person could aspire to that right like yeah to me an it girl the basis of an it girl is a lifestyle where the persona that you put on is your job 
Yeah. If you don't have 40 hours a week to maintain that, it's not happening. Yeah. It very much feels like the choices that you are making in life are to fit this. Like, I don't think there is always like an exact visual mold, but I feel like it's a vibe. And I think especially now, because there's a lot of content going around about like Alex Earl and how it seems like she gained fame from like nowhere, which I think in like the internet scheme makes a lot of sense. Cause it's like, if you haven't seen somebody on your for you page ever, and then all of a sudden they're constantly on your for you page ever, all the time, or people are like stitching other things, talking about them all the time. It seems like they came from nowhere. But then if it's like, if you actually look into the backgrounds of the people who are popping off, there's usually a reason why they are. And that reason. <laughs> They're usually very wealthy. They yeah. usually have a lot of the products that people already talk about online, whether it's yeah. makeup or hair or clothes. They might be dating somebody famous or they might be related to somebody famous they're usually in a big city. That's something that I've always noticed is a lot of people who like really pop off. They live in a metropolitan area. Like that's just, you don't see somebody who like lives on a farm in like Ohio. I don't know any influencers from Ohio. I, yeah, it's always wealthy girls who display their wealth who live in big cities, they're typically white, not always, but we know how the algorithm works. We know that it favors white creators. Um, And what's so interesting to me is I think a couple of years ago, the it girl would have been like very health centric, like like the clean girl, it girl aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, Alex Earl is like out partying in Miami dating shitty baseball players (laughs) which was very different yeah very different it's like the chaos it girl and the like um what's the word I'm looking for like straight edge yeah girl and I I think they both have always been around because like even when I think like the clean girl aesthetic fitness type girly was really popular like Tana was also really popular. (laughs) It's like feral rat. (laughs) And then like house cat. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Which I think is also really interesting because I feel like, I mean, to me, I like certain people who fit both of those aesthetics for different reasons. I'm definitely more inclined to enjoy the like feral rat brand just because I feel like I love when people are super chaotic and I love good stories, but it's also like they have a privilege to be saying those stories online because a lot of times they just get away with saying them and it's not going to come back. But I mean, Tana, we've seen it come back because she's just, she just, she's who she is. Okay. That's how she built her brand. The stories always come back around for her. (laughs) And what's super interesting to me is that in the context of law school, we see this too, right? Like there is a creator who very much falls into the like Tana, Alex Earl. And then there are creators who are more like lifestyle, clean girl, rich girl aesthetic things. 
Mm-hmm. But I think that the latter, like the clean girl, straight edged is way more prominent because we're okay. most people are so scared of like the consequences of, of talking about those things online as a female attorney. Yeah, I agree. Something that I've noticed though, and specifically started paying a lot of attention to is, so I follow like almost every law talk creator, whatever that follows me that makes content. Like I'll almost always follow people back if they also make like law school content. And so I started paying attention to the people who made like very aesthetic like beautiful, like thought out content that like you can tell they like thought of what they were going to film before they started filming and like edit it a certain way on purpose because that's the kind of vibe that they want to have for their content. And I think in general, the content does well on TikTok, but it doesn't necessarily translate to a following. Like, I don't think a lot of the people who make like strictly like beautiful, very nice visual content do particularly well in like the law talk space. Like, I think a lot of people come to law talk because they want to hear people talk about law school, give advice, um, all that kind of stuff. So while the content might do good in the algorithm, I don't think it necessarily does good in like the community because I don't think people necessarily get a following from that all the time. I think that's one of the most interesting things about law talk because there are people who get a ton of views and engagement that do not gain a following at all. And I think there there are like two sides to this. I I do think you're right. I think that kind of content gets a lot of like likes. I think it gets a lot of likes from people who are not in law school and not looking to be in law school. Mm -hmm. And then I think on the other side, like these very like jokey, meme pages tend to get like great views and like no following. Mm Mm-hmm. We can all laugh at a joke, but like, is that what really, is that what people are really looking for consistently? Right. Right. I think about that with people who sometimes come across my For You page, usually not law talk creators, but other people who make content and like sometimes their videos will come across my For You page and I like them. It's content that I like, but it doesn't necessarily make me want to follow them and see what they're posting every single day. But like, I want them to keep coming up on my For You page, if that makes sense. Like I, I feel like the algorithm sometimes is so good at tailoring it to what you actually want to see. So I'm like, I like this, but maybe I'll go to their profile and they post about other stuff that I'm like, ah, no, like I have no interest in that. And it's so interesting. I I do think it puts people in a box, and I know so many smaller creators are like, I'm a law student, like I want to talk about this stuff, but like there is more to me than being a law student. Like I also want to make content about these other things. Um, I think quite a few of them are like trying to be on law talk and book talk mm-hmm. yep. is great. I am not on book talk whatsoever. I will, <laughs> I'm, I'm deep in book talk. <laughs> I walked into Barnes and Noble today me and Kyle were picking out a a book for his dad because his dad reads the James Patterson books. Like he loves uh, legal dramas. Yeah. 
Um, so we were picking one up and I was like looking through books and I was like, I, you could not pay me to read any of these books. They sound terrible. You could not pay me to read them. You could not pay me to talk about them. I think an interesting intersection though, between like the it girl content and like law school content is I think many times it can center around discipline and like you must have discipline to achieve certain things or like you need to have discipline in these areas of your life xyz and while I get that I don't necessarily think that always applies to everything and I think it can also take the joy out of things because while yes you need to like build habits to do certain things or like you need to know like this time on these days I'm going to be doing this for this class or whatever like things like that but I don't know I feel like discipline is being like driven super hard like culturally right now and it's it's kind of freaking me out yeah I think like it girl stuff and like grind set stuff are like two sides of the same coin Mm -hmm. um and I think the only difference is that the it girl stuff tries to make it seem easy. And I really don't like that. <laughs> like yeah. it, this, this lifestyle is not really attainable for no. the vast majority of people. The thing is, is like they do a lot of things that you can try, but it's hard to like sustain them one because of cost a lot of the time and two because of time like they're just simply things that I would prioritize more time-wise than to do like certain things that like seem better or look better or more aesthetic-y or make more sense like in life or whatever like honestly I have to sleep I have to sleep a lot I'm always going to choose that over like some other random thing like I just am I just am. I think it especially shines through on these like morning routine videos that I see sometimes. And it's like, how is your morning routine five hours long? Yeah. Like, do you not have like a nine to five job? Are you, you know, are, are you like only a content creator? Like why would I be interested in something that is so unrelatable and unattainable to me? No. I roll out of bed and if I brush my hair, it's a good morning. Yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes we, we want to know like what the position people are in to be able to make this type of content and there's actually somebody that I think I started following them in like September. So one of my friends told me about her and she has like a 4 a.m. or like 3.30 a.m. like morning routine because she like does like a bunch of meal prep. She works out in the morning. She like dedicates time to reading and she has like always made it very clear that she sacrifices social time to like live her life the way that she wants to like she's sacrificing time at night to be asleep essentially and she works a nine to five so like she spends most of her free time in the morning instead of at night so she's spending most of her free time by herself 
And actually recently somebody commented and was like, hey, can you talk more about like what your social life looks like? And she made a whole video response and she was like, honestly, like I probably like go out and do something like once a month. But the thing is, is like she still goes to concerts, like she'll still go out sometimes. But it's like mostly her routine, like during the week, like her week is just like for her. And I think like that's been really interesting to watch because she does answer all those questions. And she's like, yeah, I do sacrifice certain things to be able to do this every single day. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Like 3.30 is so arbitrary too. Like (laughs) why 3.30? That's so odd. I also, I think I wonder a lot, like these people are they in relationships? She's not. (laughs) Like, no way in hell my man is getting up at four or five o'clock in the morning with me. Me trying to get him up at six to go to the gym is like pulling teeth. And that's literally just going to the gym. And then he gets to come back here and take a nap. Like he works at night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) he works in sports he's not doing a nine to five Mm -hmm. I just can't it seems like so again just like who can do this not I I feel like you it's really about like sacrificing social time like I really feel like that's what like ends up lacking when you do like sort of extreme things like that and I mean, I've definitely been guilty in the past of purposely making my schedule a lot freer for other people a lot, like very, very often. And that's something that I actually purposely cut back on this semester because I was like, I leave all these times open for the chance that I do do something with somebody. And then when I don't do something, I'm like, oh, I have this all this extra time that I didn't necessarily account for and that's kind of why I just made like Thursdays like my fun day which I don't even do bar review or anything like that anymore but it's like Thursdays I'm usually free so like if you want to hang out with me we could hang out on Thursday or like go on a walk Saturday morning or something but otherwise I need to spend more time doing my own stuff I do think that there is this quality to the it girl aesthetic and that kind of content where it's like they are prioritizing themselves. And I think that maybe that's something we we all struggle with a little bit and we can Mm -hmm. like, maybe that's a more attainable aspiration, just like prioritize yourself a little bit more. I wish I understood it because I really, I don't, it's not content that draws me in. Yeah. I think what I struggle with with it is in like, the grand like a a big large look at it it doesn't seem that bad it's like this person is living what seems like a really good life for them they're doing all these like very productive things it looks nice like they're eating they're working out they're doing whatever work they're doing da 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 whatever but like when you like really get into it it's like why are they doing those things the way that they're doing those things And also, I mean, maybe it's just because people can be at, like, different points in their life and prioritizing different things. But I kind of wonder if it goes into the thing where it's, like, when you get older, you're sort of expected to have less friends and spend less time, like, doing things with other people. And that's just, like, not 
my life like I am extremely social and even if I'm like not going to like do something with a friend and like getting coffee and going on a walk or like getting takeout or something I'm usually talking to my friends like quite often throughout the day like I stay in like extremely steady contact with my best friends from undergrad and like friends that I've made like at different times in my life like I talk to them all the time so I feel like I spend a lot of what is like my free time at home like talking to people who are important to me yeah I think yeah I I mean I think a lot of the time it can be very focused on what looks good on camera versus what is like actually good for you and productive for you in real life and I think especially on Law Talk, this comes out in people's like study videos. I'm like, bro, there's no way you're studying like that. And if you are, it's not a good routine. It's just not. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's really interesting to see how different stuff is like so different. And, like, even within, like, people's, like, setups, like, their desks or whatever, I'm like, that's a lot of stuff on there. Like, what's going on? Like, what are you working on? Right. I think mostly, especially around finals, you get these, like, my 14-hour study day routine. And it's, like, literally, like, rolling out of bed, going to the library, and then coming back from the library at 11 p.m. And it's, like, that can't be productive you are like deteriorating your mental health you're not going to perform your best on your final but it's like so in a way taboo that it always gets attention yeah it's like the it's the extreme it's like if people see you doing the extreme that like pulls them in because they're like well why are they doing this how can they do this I think about this when people talk about how it's almost like they like shut down during finals and like all they care about is finals and that one scares me because that's not good for like actually keeping information in your head and knowing what you need to know like they're always like law school is a marathon not a sprint blah 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 like you need to have like long-term exposure to materials And so it always spooks me when it's, like, strictly grind time during final season. Because then I'm like, you are, like, driving yourself into the ground. And I'm not saying I'm, like, perfect and don't do this and whatever. But I do try to make sure that I have other things, like, going on that, one, can keep me motivated. And, two, are just, like, different. Like, I'll study in different spots in my apartment or different days I'll go to the like the school for half the day and study there like I think people can sometimes like miss the balance because they're so focused on like what they think they need to do to succeed they don't realize like you can't just fully drop like your whole life during finals because I think that's just gonna like really hurt you in the end definitely I also think just like A really odd note, I don't think a lot of people who have never made content, especially like in this realm, understand 
how much less productive you are when you're making content while trying to study. Mm -hmm. It is so hard. I think like I've made a few videos where I'm like showing how I color code brief my cases while I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And it will take me like 45, 50 minutes to get through one case when I'm trying to like record it, making sure that everything's like working. And when it would have taken me 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So actually like the, the physical act of recording it makes it so much less productive. Yeah. Algorithm loves toxic content. loves the extremes and I think yeah that's like the really hard part of it is like I do see good things in it like I do think it is nice to have like nice things things to like that look good to you that are things that you like or like drinks that you like making for yourself and this workout that you really like I love those kind of things and I think those are important but I think it can be really hard to see those just like pushed all together as like I'm doing all of these things every single day and what's realistic for somebody isn't realistic for everybody. Yeah, there's definitely extremes. And I think that's why you see the success of like the clean aesthetic and the chaotic aesthetic. And it's the same on Law Talk and it's definitely the same around finals because Mm -hmm. there's two types of content that does well. And it's the people who are like, my 16 hour study day routine. And then the jokes, I swear to God, I'm so tired of this joke being like walking into my criminal law final, knowing that murder is murder is bad and blah, blah, blah. blah. I hate those. I hate those so much, like so much. So tired. And I honestly, it pisses me off because it's so disingenuous you know everyone making those videos making those tiktoks put in at least at least 30 hours of studying for that final yeah okay back to more like aesthetic-y collage things um I kind of talked about this the other day on my tiktok where I was like everybody's going to be posting right now like now's your time to like get your goals in order and have your new year's resolutions ready and like make your vision board and I think those things are all like great and awesome for the people that they work for and inspire but just because other people are doing and structuring their year that way does not mean you have to do not have to do those things to have a good or decent 2023 Not at all. I actually, I don't make resolutions and I've never made resolutions. Me neither. I don't like, I think the closest I get is I like not making resolutions, but like making challenges. And they're very different in my mind because I'm not like, here's a goal And if I don't accomplish it by this date, like I failed. Mm -hmm. I like to challenge myself. Like at the beginning of fall semester, I wanted to do the 75 soft. Mm -hmm. And that to me was like a challenge, but not 
a goal. I don't know if that makes any sense. I think it does. But it's not like so set in stone the way that people like people will be like, I want to lose 20 pounds. And like, I would never, (laughs) never do anything like that. Yeah. I think especially like online, my, my algorithm is very much like opposite. Like it's very much against like resolutions and doing those kind of things that just kind of like feed into like consumerism things and just like the tactic-y stuff. Like, especially now I've been getting a lot of content that has to do with like gut health, because I feel like that's been a huge topic for like the past two years of people like trying to fix their gut health. And I mean, obviously not everybody's able to like go see a doctor like about their health problems all the time, but I think there's something to be said about living in a society that is so stress driven. Like everything that we do is because we're stressed out all the time. Like we're supposed to be accomplishing these things all the time. We're supposed to be doing well in school. We're supposed to be, you know, like leading a good and healthy life and having the best relationships and healing and fixing relationships and like all this like emotional and physical and mental work like that that takes a toll on you whether you realize or not and I think it's weird how like people are sort of like coming around to the fact that like all of these things are connected and it's not just like your intestines aren't working properly like there's a reason they're not working properly right and I think it's so occasionally I'll get a video on my for you page that's like hey like It's not that you need to drink like greens powder. It's that Americans are overworked, (laughs) like simply. Like we're overworked, we're constantly stressed. That's what it is. Like that's why other countries are different. Mm -hmm. And we're plugged with all these products that are like supposed to be easy fixes or like replacements for things. And I think about this, especially with like, what's the word I'm looking for oh juice cleanses like a cleanse like there's no there's no real such thing as like a cleanse for your body like your body is made to clean itself on the inside like there are organs that have specific purposes like your kidneys your liver your pancreas like even your like sex organs are self-cleaning a lot of the time like all these things like already like these systems already already exist and some way or whatever maybe people have damaged theirs but like you can't just drink a bunch of juice and have like fixed your liver no no and more than likely your liver doesn't need fixed you're probably fine if your liver were failing (laughs) you would see it (laughs) you would see it obviously we're not health professionals but some of this stuff is just like it's so counterintuitive to like basic human anatomy like these are basic human anatomy biology things that you should know like I think this is how people get like caught up in gimmicks like oh my gosh I saw this one video the other day where this lady she bought apples and she was cleaning her apples and they had like browned in the water and she was like oh my god they're painting the apples like I got scammed like what's going on this is like the fruit produce cleaner I've always used and somebody stitched it and they were like we have failed as an education system 
She used hot water, like boiling water for these apples. She cooked the apples. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jesus. No. It sent me, but then it also made me so sad because I was like, why was her first thought? They painted the apples. They painted them? Who painted them? Like, why would they take the time to paint some gala apples at your freaking local, like, H-E-B? It's along the same lines of, like, the people who are absolutely, like, they lose their mind over there being wax on apples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's or just, the bugs in fruit. It's, the people's priorities are so, uh, it's so wild. I mean, I don't know if it's because I, like, grew up in the country and was, like, eating mulberries off of trees with, like, bugs in them all the time, but, like, there's bugs in food. Like, there just are. Right. And it's... I get it. Some people can get, like, grossed out in certain mm-hmm. ways. I feel like if you grew up broke, you just have a little bit of a different mindset. You're just going to eat it. You're going to clean it. You're going to eat it. Thank you. It'll be just fine. You cut off the part that's bad. It'll be just fine. Yeah. Right? You eat around the bad part of the apple. Just right. smushy brown. Just cut them off. Right. It'll be all right. That <laughs> banana, you can eat half of it. Freeze the other half. Right. It'll be fine. It will. It won't die. That's what we always said. You won't die. It won't kill you. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. But if you're somebody who's interested in resolutions, I think that they can serve a purpose and they can serve you. But I don't, I think people just get caught up in needing to do things exactly how other people do things because they see how they work for other people. And I think that's just like part of the trial and error of life is you can see what other people are doing but I think that's like a moment to realize that that can be like an inspiration to guide you not necessarily be like the blueprint to get exactly like what you want because nobody that exists online or like in the world is going to have like the exact same resources as you the exact same upbringing the exact same position in life like that's it's just not going to work out in the exact same way that it is for other people and I think One of the advice things that I do see that I do like is people talking about building habits and not necessarily like having a specific goal in mind. Like it's about like how you feel while you're doing things. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about this yesterday because I was like, I feel like my only like true goal, I guess, is to just like make sure I feel like good about the life that I'm living, like good about what I'm saying to people, good about how I'm spending my time good about like where I'm ending up and what I'm doing like I think that's what's what's most important to me and it's not necessarily like rooted in like what I'm getting or like how many workout classes I do in the year or like I'm making sure I'm eating x amount of macros like those aren't necessarily like you don't need to have those specific like concrete things to have like a good life a good year those kind of things yeah I so I do genuinely like tangible goals or like tangible challenges I just do them much more 
short term and not like a complete overhaul of my lifestyle, right? Like it's, I think you really have to ask yourself, like, is this goal, is this challenge detached from consumerism and like wellness as a marketplace? Like Mm -hmm. my, I love setting, setting challenges, especially like fitness challenges for myself. And one of mine for spring semester is like, I want to run this many miles in spring semester. Mm-hmm. And I've done this before. And it's always like, I'm a competitive ass person. And sometimes I don't have anyone to compete against. And I just need, <laughs> I just need that extra level. Yeah, <laughs> like, <I agree. laughs> So like, I did it. I've, I've done it before. I did me and my little sister ran a hundred miles in one month for charity before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that really worked at getting me running. And, you know, me running isn't really benefiting anyone else other than just yeah. like myself. And as we've discussed on the pod before, I have very damaged lungs and I need to prioritize running. <laughs> <laughs> I need I to get it up. <laughs> that's like a really good example of like a pacer goal like it's something that keeps you like in a general track for the year but it's not something that's gonna like make you feel like horrible about yourself I guess like it's a limited time frame it's like for a very specific reason and I don't know, I think about that way with like books and stuff too. Like I have like a general goal for the year of like how many books that I want to read outside of school. And like, I'm definitely not meeting it this year, but like, it still like kept me thinking like, oh, I need to make sure I like set aside time to read a little bit or when can I read? Like, I think it just keeps it like you pacing, reminds you. Yeah. And also just like being realistic with yourself about them again you don't need to overhaul your entire lifestyle and try to become a new person I wasn't like I'm gonna read fiction books again (laughs) I was I was in Barnes and Noble my partner today and I was like I'm gonna read a fiction book on the cruise and that's my goal (laughs) just (laughs) and on a very specific amount of time where I know I will have free time and I will be able to read and like that's enough for me gotta start slow yeah everybody's life and priorities are different I think that's like the main the main message is like everybody's life and priorities are different like even between us like I'm not like a concrete goal kind of person and you kind of are like you do your little challenges and you like do the things for yourself and like everybody's different. You just got to figure out what works for you. It's not necessarily what works for other people. And ask yourself when you're setting these goals, like, is anyone else benefiting from me setting this goal? Or is this purely just for, you. For, just for me? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see anyone buying anyone's diet plans or detoxes or flat tummy tea. <laughs> All right. So in summary, it girls are unattainable. 
and um, you shouldn't feel influenced by their content. And New Year's resolutions are just stem of that. It's just going off of that. Mm-hmm. The aspirational lifestyle content. Yes. And even like between us, we have different views on like goals and things for the year. Like it's not like a hard no, like don't have any goals or like things that you want to achieve. But, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Like it doesn't always have to be like this all consuming thing that you feel like you have to check in at the end of the year being like, did I really like work out five times a week? And did I eat right? And did I stop going out to eat? And did I travel? And did I do all this stuff? Like you don't have to put this immense pressure on yourself to achieve all of those things in a calendar year like it's okay to take things step by step and view your goals differently than other people might view goals and you don't have to be perfect I feel like so many year's resolutions are centered around being absolutely perfect and then you break it on like January 11th because how are you supposed (laughs) to like keep up with perfection and then it just like burns people out and they're like super depressy about it. Mm-hmm. That's all for this week's episode of the in-laws. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the in-laws pod. We post these full length episodes every Wednesday morning at 7am Eastern time. So make sure to follow and rate the podcast through whichever streaming service you're listening on. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.